This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so it is Friday. Let us celebrate that. Thank the Lord, we made it. We did. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Okay, so first of all, uh, before we get to the actual story that I want to talk about, I did just watch the visual part of the trailer of the Wendy Williams oh, Lifetime movie. And? Oh my gosh. It's going to be so bad good. Oh good. It's and it I would expect like nothing less from Lifetime. She shared it on her show, which tells me like she's she's an executive producer of this movie. Oh, this is going to be great. And, and full of luck. Totally not true. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, it'll still be juicy. Um maybe she'll throw in a few tidbits in there of reality and then the rest will be her trying to explain, mm-hmm. you know, the Statue of Liberty falling on stage. But that's not why we came here today to talk. Uh, we are talking about another hot mess. And this is the one going on in the Hillsong Church. Mm. Uh, there is more coming out now today about Carl Lentz. So, Bradley, can you bring everybody up to speed on who Carl Lentz is and why we're talking about him right now? Yeah, Carl Lentz is the now disgraced former pastor of an outfit called Hillsong. It's sort of a like a new agey evangelical church experience, very like very popular with celebrities, mainstream celebrities like Justin Bieber, the Kardashians, etc. He ran afoul of um the church leadership and got his behind kicked to the curb when uh one affair, but now we've learned the obvious, um, came to light. And uh, also, essentially, they said there were moral failings on the part of Carl Lentz. And, by the way, his wife, we'll get to that, that led to their being, ex- what's the word? Expel- expelled? Expelled? Oh, my God. Expelled? Expelled? <laughs> it's Friday. Uh, Friday mouth. They were expelled from the church unceremoniously and um we've been sort of digging into all the juicy bits because hillsong has a very troubled past uh or at least controversial past we should say yeah and um especially uh, you know anyway it we have reason to be interested in uh drama at hillsong and so when carl lentz was booted it just smelled real dirty. Mm-hmm. It smelled re- like there was a lot more going on behind the scenes, which, mm-hmm. you know, Colleen and Bradley can be relied on to go deep in that shallow. Right. Uh, you're, you're right. It stink, stank, it stink. stunk. It, it stink, 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 stunk. So, um, so here's what we know today. Uh, some audio has been leaked um, from a meeting of the church executives uh, and top donors that happened in mid-November. Mm-hmm. And uh, the audio is of 
the church founder, Brian Houston, basically kind of monologuing about what they discovered about Carl Lentz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't go into detail uh, details of of the storyline, really, but it does tell us a little bit more than what we already knew. Oh, for sure. Which is that, and by the way, it's about a 30-minute clip that is available. I listened to some of it. Um, anyway, and I'll get, you know, I'll go back to that in just a second. But among the things that we learn in this 30-minute clip that uh, that um, he was, we know of one affair because the, the woman who Carl Lentz was having an affair with came forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's a designer, a New York City designer named Ronan Kareem. Um, but in this audio clip, we learn it wasn't just that affair. Mm-hmm. It was many affairs. Well, and which is totally obvious, right? Like we, we said at the time. From the go. Um, I was like, if there's one, the thing that Me Too slash reality has taught us over the years, where there's one, there's many. You also don't generally kick out a super popular charismatic leader for one moral failing. Exactly. Especially if you are branding yourself as a compassionate, forgiving, redeeming outfit. Yes, exactly. And, you know, we sort of had said also, if that if that wasn't enough to convince you that there was more than one, when you hear the story of how he first encountered um, Ron and Kareem and how he tried to hide who he was, he kind of did these weird Met her on a public park bench. Like, yeah. If you're picking ladies up on a pe- public park and then you're not putting her phone number in your contacts, but in your notepad. Yeah. That sounds fishy. And if you don't it tell the her first time. your real name and you tell her you're a sports executive. And I mean, there's just like there were a million things which tells you this wasn't his first rodeo. No. Exactly. So. As we suspected, it was more than one affair. And this is the quote from Brian Houston in this in this meeting uh, that we have the audio from. It was more than one affair. They were significant and at least some bad moral behavior had gone back historically, but not necessarily those affairs. Now, the way that they landed on these moral failures was um, after a staffer found, quote, compromising texts mm-hmm. on Carl Lentz's computer. Uh, He said, I can honestly say say before God, the first time I heard any moral complaint against Carl was when Hillsong East Coast Chief Operating Officer Tulu Batters contacted me. So Tulu had a conversation with one of the staff members, and that staff member had found very compromising chain of text messages on Carl's laptop or computer. And so that went straight to Tulu. And Tulu, to her credit, the first thing she did was call me. And this is Brian Houston, the founder of the church, talking. And so he said uh, that these behaviors that were uncovered were of general narcissistic behavior, manipulating, mistreating people. He said, I think sometimes other hurtful things, the breaches of trust, constantly lying. Mm hmm. He called uh, Carl Lentz a difficult man to have any kind of direct conversation with because he was always defensive and it it would be put back on the other person as though they were the ones with the problem. It just paints a picture of Carl Lentz being exactly who we thought Carl Lentz was. Yeah, by all accounts, he was not an easy person to work with. And as you said, I listened uh, to a good chunk of that interview and um, he, he says like... 
this was not an easy person to work with. And anytime you brought something to him, he would get very defensive. And so what's interesting, though, is and I so I took all of this in and I don't know what your reaction was, but my reaction to hearing this based on everything we know, like if you take this conversation, it sounds like, wow, you know, this guy, the head of this church, because this church, we should say, originated in Australia. It yep. is an international organization that has out, uh, you know, satellites, Divisions. satellite churches yeah. sort of throughout the United States and beyond. Um, and, he, and Carl Lentz was dealing with the East. They call it the East Coast um, part of the church or whatever. So he was in charge of the East Coast. And if you listen, you would think like, oh, here's this, you know, sort of like dutiful, you know, church father finds that there's a, you know, a, a rotten apple in the bunch and he's got to weed out the rotten apple. Mm-hmm. But I would just like to remind you that we had a full accounting by a former church member who worked very closely with Carl Lentz and other people high up in the church, that Carl Lentz himself was not the problem, that he was kind of a D-bag, and, yep. and she like calls him out like he was hard to work with, he was full of himself, he didn't want to hear anything, he got super defensive, all the things that this other guy said. But he, But she went on to say that he was but a out, an outgrowth of the leadership of this church like he was a part of a much larger culture yeah. that that brought that type of character forward mm-hmm. so you do have to like i do sort of stop and think like okay how much of this is let's just try to scapegoat carl lentz for all of the problems in our organization or to sort of silo them to this one particular part of the church so that we can appear like, you know, we have rid the organization of what really, uh, what its real problem was. Yeah, that's it, that's it, the problem I have when I listen to that, because you yep. think, oh, okay, I mean, wow, they had no idea, and then they they found out, and then they dealt with the problem. Well, and and there's an, a secret third option, and it can be all of these things, that this is using Carl Lentz as an example for the other current high-ups in the church to say, like, don't behave like this, cover your tracks, you know, um, or this is what will happen to you. Kind of holding him up as the example. Yeah, scapegoating him for yeah. sure. And it just is... Um, I mean, I don't know. I have opinions about how, you know, whether that is good leadership. I would say no. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. But um, but it sure does. I mean, it sure does paint a pretty gross picture of what is going on in that culture. Well, I, again, I think cultures, you know, like, I'm sure he was an obvious, like, target, right? And it probably was only a matter of time based on the way he carried himself. So he's responsible for his undoing. Right. I'm not trying to take that away from him. But you have to ask yourself, how is somebody like that able to get to that position of leadership? Right. Right. And then and then to add to that, and just to kind of, you know, pull the whole story together... Um, Brian Houston goes on in this recording to talk about how they're going to take care of Carl Lentz and uh, that they are were in the, the process as of November 19th when this meeting took place of putting together, you know, that golden parachute for him to make mm-hmm. sure that they were caring for him and his family, his wife and his children. And um, he sort of said some nice words about trying to get them 
support that they need and deserve um, because they're going to they're going through a difficult time also. So it's you know, it was all very um, it, it created a good feeling in you. And yet at the same time, you can tell that they're covering for a bigger story. Well, I think the thing that remains to be seen, and and I hope that we'll learn something. I don't think that Brian Houston, the head of this Hillsong organization, is going to tell us any of this. But hopefully reporting would shed light on um, what I think is probably the more interesting part of this story than Carl Lentz's personal failings is the organizational uh, dealings behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that uh, maybe of a financial nature or of, you know, because this church is very very financially successful. I was reading this whole piece on how um, they've used, you know, the notion of tithing to build an incredible war chest of Mm -hmm. funds, like insanely. And that reminds me of another organization who used Mm -hmm. money to grab power and influence. Mm -hmm. Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. So anytime people, you know, amass great wealth, um, by promising certain things, I'm always skeptical. So yeah. I think that in this particular story, it's not a it's not a long shot to think that more is going to be revealed. Oh, it's fascinating. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Oh, yeah, been sifting through the litter box that is entertainment gossip today. Drop those nuggets on us. Oh, Oh. please don't. The gossip nuggets. Yeah, gossip nuggets. The first gossip nugget has to do with Miley Cyrus. Yay! What's going on with Miley? Miley Cyrus is on the cover of the January issue of Rolling Stone magazine, and she's opening up about her relationship with Liam Hemsworth, saying that her life was not a fairy tale when she was married to Liam, and that she indulged in drugs and booze while she was married to him, and while they were together. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to me that, because when she says that, it sounds like she thinks we thought it was a fairy tale. And I don't know that I ever was under that impression. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. But she did say that during the years 2017 and 2018, she was going through a lot of personal drama. And she said a couple of years ago, it looked like I was living some fairy tale. It really wasn't. At the time, my experimentation with drugs and booze and the circle of people around me was not fulfilling or sustainable or even going to get me to my fullest potential and purpose. She's been talking a lot about it was this is. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
what was this a part of that she was having this discussion uh, like a particular rolling. interview yeah this is uh the cover story of rolling stone magazine oh, rolling stone yes well, what is what's her the this current like publicity moment all about well, she has a new album out. Oh, it came that's out. Why. Yeah, it came out last week, and it's getting good reviews. She's going full rock and roll on this one, and she said of this new album that's out that she wanted to share with her fans her musical inspirations, including Joan Jett, Stevie Nicks, and her godmother Dolly Parton. I just always assume that Miley Cyrus's life is going to include all sorts of drama, like no matter right. what she's talking about. Right, right. She seems it's interesting because I think she must have this image of herself that she wants to be drama free but oddly drama always follows her which yeah. tells you that that is um some imbalance in her self-awareness like she thinks like why does all this drama follow me that's right. crazy <laughs> right Hi. Like, what's the well, common denominator there uh-huh mm-hmm. exactly yeah or that you're promised that life is not going to have any drama but the truth is is that Drama. Where was that promise made? Yeah, exactly. I didn't get that one either. They, yeah, nobody gets that promise. Darn it. Thank you. Yeah, so nobody gets that. So, but I suppose having gone through all of these different eras and moods and in the public eye, she's still kind of figuring it out, and she's leaning definitely into the rock and roll aesthetic and plastic hearts, which is getting pretty good reviews for all things considered. With a Miley Cyrus album, she's out there and she's doing all these rock and roll covers. Which quite suit her at the moment. Yeah. And it, it sounds good. It sounds nice. She uh, does have such a good voice. Yeah. I think sometimes oh. we lose track of that. Yeah. Because we think of like the tongue out and the twerking uh, Robin Thick and the foam finger and the riding the naked um, wrecking ball. And wouldn't But it, she just really does have a great voice. Wouldn't it be amazing if um, we lived in a world where being amazingly talented was enough? Right. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Well, and I think that Miley is struggling with that, or not struggling with it, but she is noting that in this interview with Rolling Stone magazine, where she's just like, can you please acknowledge me as an artist? Well, okay. Well, I kind of want to talk about that, actually. You have to kind of do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, See you Adele. Have to do the Exactly. I mean, part of the problem is she's created this sideshow, and... Well, she's never lived in a world where there wasn't a sideshow requested, right? Like, she was a child, which I think is the key factor here. She didn't have a chance to, like, just be herself ever. Mm -hmm. Well, nor do I think she ever figured out who that would have been anyway. Yeah, because she said of what's happening with Plastic Hearts right now, she said, I'm settled in what I'm doing and who I am. All I've ever wanted is respect as an artist and to have pride in what I make. She said, I think that comes with the dedication and diligence and that I really put in the effort. I put in the work of this new album, which is awesome. And I'm excited for her for that. I would I would love to hear some responsibility uh, for why that may not have been the case in the past. I'd be interested to hear from the people around her. Yeah. Meaning the image makers around Miley Cyrus. Who who are the people who have been advising her over the years to well, take strategic directions? Billy Ray mm-hmm. and her mother. You know who else I would love to hear from in this moment? Liam Hemsworth. Oh, sure. He'll never talk. Well, but and I, I think that tells you a lot about Liam Hemsworth, the yeah. kind of person that he is. I think he's far more concerned about what's really going on versus what people think is going on because right. he never really seems to have to engage in all of this like publicity nonsense. I mean, he goes outdoors 
with people that he has in his life, but yep. he's not manufacturing, you know, tabloid stories or publicationships for the most part, anyway. Yeah. I mean, other than right, Miley. like he's not making out in the Pokeball yeah. restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, sifting through the litter box, uh, we got some cast- casting news. The metaphorical one: mm-hmm. uh, Oscar Isaac is going to star in the film adaptation of the video game series Metal Gear Solid. Lots of folks are excited about that. He's going to be playing a character named Solid Snake. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Solid I don't snake. know anything about this project. Uh, well, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, this is a video game franchise that has been around for over 30 years. And it's a, uh, a player, you take control of a character named Solid Snake or Big Boss. And then it has, you know, you're trying to deal with weapons and you're probably shooting people. Okay, this and, is why I've never heard of this game. <laughs> I was going to say, I am not the, the, the demographic right. here. Well, people are really excited about it. And uh, before we leave today's dirt alert, Drew Barrymore says her pants don't fit because she's stress eating. Yeah. Join the club. Uh, welcome, yeah, 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 like, welcome, welcome to the to, world. Well, like, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to 2020. Good. Is there anyone not stress eating? Yeah. The stars, they're just like us. Yeah, you made it to 2020 on December yeah. 4th. Yeah, just <laughs> in the nick of time. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Holly, for thank that you. dirt alert. Hey, we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230. On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Kiwi Herman, remember? Oh, no, I forgot about that, but that's cute. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. He doesn't know how to pronounce Felice. <laughs> Felice Navidad, so he sings Felice Blobby Blah. That is kind of cute. Uh, we are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Kate. We've got Kate on the line. And what is Kate playing for? Kate is playing for this. A viewing code for an at-home virtual screening of the movie I'm Your Woman on Tuesday, December 8th at 7 p.m. All right, Kate Madeer, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yep. Okie doke. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Open Book is the name of the memoir of what singer-slash-businesswoman? Jessica Simpson. Tia and Tamara Mowry starred together on what 90s sitcom? What celebrity chef has the catchphrase, bam? Uh, oh, Emerald. Emerald Augustus. What is the name of Harry Potter's owl? Hedwig. Lara, Lara Croft is the lead character in what video game series? Tomb Raider. Yes! Congratulations. You are all set, Kate. You're all set, Kate, and you won the 30-second pop culture challenge. We are so proud of you. If you want to be just like Kate, you can try on Monday because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And now that we've gotten uh, all those questions answered, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has selected for us. By the way, before I forget, we should let everybody know that uh, we are going to supersize this uh, blind item situation. We're going to do them again later in the show. So if you love yourself some blind items, you are going to get a heaping helping. All right. uh, But for now, let's get to those blind items in the segment we call Blinded by the Item. 
Here is our first celebrity gossip mystery of the afternoon. Solve this, Colleen and Bradley. This is confirmed. We know who this is about. Okay. This foreign-born AA-list model is not taking any new yachting bookings, so it looks like she's either found a regular or a husband-to-be. Ooh. So a foreign-born AA-list model? I mean, it's, it's not like Naomi Campbell. Nah. Uh, this person has been... A half of a noted publicationship. Okay. Oh. In the past. Oh. Arena Shake. That's it. What's going on, Colleen? I can hear talking somewhere, and I don't know where it's coming from. The Sorry. voices? Yeah. The voice. Is it like radio voices? I can't tell or if it's or in is the it like God? It's <laughs> very loud though. You know, so I think I look... you know, I think I heard that too, and I don't know what was happening. Cool. Well, I well, just ignored I'll it. it out later. All right, good. Great. <laughs> Great. Neat. All right, fine. Cool. Okay, kids. <laughs> okay. Well, let me fill in the blank for you. Thank so Irina Shake is not taking any new yachting booking. So it looks like Irina has either found a regular or perhaps a future husband. So the interesting thing about Irina Shake, for those of you who maybe don't uh, listen that regularly you should um, but she and Bradley Cooper were reportedly in a publicationship that was very um, publicationshipy meaning it was almost like a quid pro quo like sign on the dotted line you are going to be my you know wife for this x amount of time there will be one child blah 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 yeah like there was actual legitimate mm-hmm. paperwork That's the rumor, in, anyway. in legal mm-hmm. terms mm-hmm yeah, that's the hot gossip on that. Ooh, we just don't know. Moving on. Next. This former A-plus list singer is still probably A-minus list just because we all know her. In order to make her new product launch a success, she's having people say bad things oh. about her biggest competition, this foreign-born A-plus list oh singer. Oh my gosh, Mariah Carey? Her cookies? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. You thought it was her cookies? I for cookies. sure thought it was. I thought it was Mariah Carey saying bad things about Celine Dion. Is um, that Celine not it? Dion? What? What? I, I no. Well, let's start. Okay, let's, fine. let's work our way backwards. Okay. okay. Why don't my cookies work? By the way, that's frustrating. I'm sorry. Sorry about your cookies. Well, first, yeah. Former A-plus list singer, A-minus, just because we all know her. In order to make her new product launch a success. Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure about that person. Let's go with who's the biggest competition, the foreign-born A-plus list singer. It's not Celine Dion? No. Okay. Uh, is it Shakira? No. <laughs> I mean, come on. Rihanna? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So now we have to think about former A-plus list singers who are probably A-minus list because we know her. So let's think of singers who maybe have new products to launch. Mm. Yeah, we have makeup, right? Yeah. But I can't think of whose makeup line it is. Oh, Lady Gaga? No. No. I honestly don't know if we're going to be able to get to this one okay, well, because we're looking in the comment section. Some people were like Kylie Minogue, but um, but you know I don't. Know. Okay, but just tell me the truth. Did yeah. nobody say Mariah Carey? Well, because she's not foreign born, Colleen. No, but the former oh, A plus yeah. list singer. I feel like this is. I feel like just, this is Mariah Carey and Celine Dion. Okay, 
But okay, I Colleen, just wanted I'm to gonna, be heard. Thank you. You know what? It's Friday. Okay, so yes. And these Thank are all for you, sure. <laughs> these okay. are all mysteries, so we don't really know. So let's fill in the blank Thank you. with Colleen's Thank answers. You. <laughs> Mariah Carey. We all know her. In order to make her new product launch a success. That's her cookies. Mariah Carey is having people say bad things about her biggest competition, Celine Dion. So going, back to, so going back to, to the, the actual one. blind item, so we're saying that we just don't know who the competition is. Right. And because there are so many product launches and then there are people who could maybe fit. But then, you know, one thing we were thinking about, I was thinking about Jennifer Lopez because she's out there hustling oh, yeah. J-Lo skin. But but in the world of our blind items, right. he would have said A-list everything in her mind. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, kind of coming up blank. Short. Short. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, hopefully he will confirm it at some Someday. point. Someday. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do another one. All right. Another celebrity gossip mystery. This foreign-born A-list singer who has a lot of secrets and plays a lot of games with the media won't let anyone ask him questions. While he's promoting his new stuff, he has made it clear that there can be no questions asked other than those from an approved list. Phil Collins. (laughs) Uh, I don't know that hurt, right, Colleen? A little little bit. bit. It's also not Tom Jones. No. Is he alive? Okay, the foreign-born A minus. Bite your tongue. Foreign-born. What if he died today? Stop talking. Okay, let's Stop not talking. jinx it. Okay. Oh, man. The okay, foreign-born foreign born A-list singer who has, has a lot of secrets, secrets and plays a lot of games. Let's just read. Who would that be? An A-list singer who's kind of shady. Foreign born. Um, ooh. Well, it's not even that they're shady. It's Drake? Just, no. It's just that there's a lot about this person that they're perhaps not sharing with the rest of the world in an authentic way. Bono? Oh, oh what's his name? Is he from Canada? Sean <laughs> Mendez? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So it's not Bono. No, Colleen. It's not Mariah Carey either. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, so Sean Mendez. Ooh. So Sean Mendez uh, won't let anyone ask him questions that are not from an approved list while he does press for his new Netflix oh. movie and his new album. So. God, that always drives me so crazy. Like, I don't want to hear. Oh. But this is all we get anymore, right? Like it's all true. we get is people who because there's no actual entertainment media to speak of that that will push back because by well, because pushing back to, you limit access. Yeah, they need to have people in their pocket. Yeah. And like the New York Times is not going to do the real story on what's really going on with Sean Mendez because his legions of fans, uh also the people in the New York Times will be like, What? You wanna you wanna do what? And now I just want to know what all his secrets are. I mean, I think we know one or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's good at magic. He does seem like somebody who would be a magician, doesn't he? Like a secret magician. Yeah, he's a secret mm-hmm. magician. Okay, we solved it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. I, what? <laughs> we're heading to the tickle bar. Oh. Tickle bar. Oh, yeah. Pee-pee, pee-pee. Oh, you want to <laughs> 
Oh, you know, put this, your fingers on me. This has a little something to do with a blind item that I think we talked about earlier in the week, or maybe. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be last week. Yep. Uh, but we'll talk Tickle Bars when we come back on the tickle Colleen bars. and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Hi. Um, do you want to go to the tickle bar? Let's go to the tickle bar. Yes. Pew pew. Actually. And I don't know what day of the week it was. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. We talked about um, a blind item that suggested, and I'm just trying to look back here. Oh, it was Wednesday. I have. Should we do it? Let's do the blind item. Do it. This A-minus list, mostly television actress from a hit NBC sitcom, pays other women to tickle her while they're all naked. Mm, Neat. So that's when we were first um, introduced to the idea that you could pay people to get tickled. Mm -hmm. So then imagine my shock and amusement when I saw over on the Dallas Observer's website, quote, there's a tickle bar opening in Dallas. This is bizarre. So this is a real thing. The tickle bar, as it's called. Uh, is going to be launched by a woman named Kimberly Haley Coleman. Also, I'm wondering about the timing of the tickle bar. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I hate to be the wet blanket of yeah. the tickle bar, but I feel like, are we doing that right now? When I tell people, she says, I get a really polarized reaction. Shocking. Not really. Quote, it's either, oh my God, it's that's genius. Who hasn't any, why isn't anyone, she can't talk, this woman. Oh my gosh. Why is, what is, is she smelling is, toast? Is she being tickled while she's being interviewed? <laughs> she goes, why hasn't anyone done that before? Or it's no one's going to do that. That's the craziest thing I've done ever heard. That's when I knew I had to try it. Yeah, usually when people are like, that's a crazy idea, run towards it with money. Right. Um, Anyway, so um, she's going to have a tickle bar. And that brought me back to this notion that there are people out here already doing this. And of course, if you're a celebrity, you can pay people to come to your house and tickle you. The rest of us, though, have to just go to the tickle bar. It's so bizarre. Um. I think also, um, and I was just looking through for the details, but if I remember correctly, you're not going to be like getting drunk at the tickle bar. It's just tickles. Yeah. Okay. No tipples, just tickles. I, can I confess something to the group? 
I don't like the feeling of being tickled. Well, I mean, does anybody really? But apparently they do. Well, yeah, no, that's true. But I think for the majority of us, the notion that you would go to a tickle bar, I'm there are going to be tickle tents. <laughs> oh, because they're trying to have uh, safety precautions? Well, yes, you do have to be masked. Um, the, the, they're called technicians. They're going to be masked. Um, tickle it's technicians? A no mask, no service business. And you're not necessarily going to be tickled. <laughs> You're not going to be finger tickled, oh, but they're going to. Okay. Alrighty. They're going to be shape traced, quote unquote, with feathers and textures, where you get back tickles, hair play, or both oh. for twenty five to fifty minutes at a time. So you can get a little tickle teaser. Oh my gosh! Oh look, I'm on her Facebook page. And does she look well, like a lady? With every tickle, you get a complimentary glass of champagne and a feather oh, cookie. I don't think you should give people. No. Did you say a feather cookie? And a feather cookie. Like it's shaped like a feather? Yes. It's they used not the... made from feathers, Bradley. <laughs> I no, I thought I Bradley thought they were like no. made from feathers. No, I was just trying to figure out feather and cookie, how those go together. No, it's shaped like a feather. Um, ooh, they're having their launch party on s- tomorrow. So people who are in the area, <laughs> okay. go get, who in get their, your tickle off. Who in their right mind, A... Is gonna go like like again. If you like to get tickled, presumably you are gonna go find other people who like to get tickled mm-hmm. in the privacy of your own home, and you're gonna tickle each other, right? Right. Versus like the notion that you're gonna go to the tickle bar. Okay, can I just read you really quickly the headline from the Fort Worth Star Telegram because yeah. I think it, I we need to discuss it. So the headline is. Tickle bar now open in Texas. No, it's not a fetish thing. It's about relaxation. Yeah. No, it's okay. about a fetish so thing. So first of okay. all, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if if you if you think this isn't going to be some sort of sexy thing, you're wrong, right? Because people aren't showing up. Not. I'm not saying everybody who goes to the tickle bar is going there for sexy reasons. But but, but how do you weed out the ones who are there? Well, it's, it's kind, turning them on. You know what this reminded me of initially was the whole cuddle parties. Yes. Do you remember when we had that rash yes. of ridiculousness where that people it was would, a rash? And well, you're going to get a rash, right. right? Because as much as you think this is just about like, because I can I, I I can read the email that we're likely to get already, mm-hmm. which is my cousin told me about tickling and I had no idea. And then I went to a tickle party and I just, my eyes were opened and you would be amazed at how non-sexual and totally normal this behavior is, Right. which I think again, maybe nine out of the 10 people, but then there's Bob in the corner, but you know, there's going to be tickle Bob Bob's in the corner. He's (laughs) trying to tickle. Seriously. (laughs) But, but even like the notion of a tickle bar, I just, but why? Do, I, I would not also, be able to relax myself also, enough being to let somebody is not relaxing. No, and to especially me. when it's a stranger and you're not expecting it. Yes, right. I don't know. I, I don't barely. Know. I mean, I you know, I love a good massage. Don't get me wrong, but I've never asked my massage therapist. In fact, one of the most uncomfortable moments of getting a massage is when they go for the feet. And, you know, there's like they're about to massage your feet and it gets tickly in the beginning and then you jerk and then you, you know, 
that's awkward. Um, I need no, you to do I me mean, a favor. Thank you. I need you to mm-hmm. do me a favor. I've put a link to the actual Tickle Bar website in that segment. I want you to open it, and then I want you to look at the picture that takes up the majority of the first page and tell me it's not sexual. Okay. Are you looking at her this? Her boob is hanging out, and she looks like she's having an O. Yeah. She looks like she's either mid-O or post-coital. One moment, please. At the Tickle Bar's website? On the yeah. Tickle Bar's website. So, like, don't tell me this isn't a sex thing. Oh, that picture's horny. Yes. It's so <laughs> horny. The whole thing is horny. Please. Yeah. No. Just lean I in. I was born at night, but also, I wasn't. Also, 25 minutes, you can get a tickle and hair play session. What is hair play? It's just somebody playing with your hair. Or, like, somebody maybe, like, you know, is doing, like, just a called a massage? Massage? Well, no, because massage is like tissue. This is like, you know, surface. 50-minute single long tickle. Okay, listen. Look, these are the these are the techniques. You get the basic scratch. You get your childhood oh. memories where they trace routines involving X's and shapes. What? You get feathers, toys, and textures, or you get random sweeps. No. No. Yeah, I'm no. not. I'm going to pass on no. the tickle party. No. And you can... Oh, there's memberships. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... <laughs> we are too Minnesotan for this behavior. That's 100% <laughs> true. We've got a super-sized blind item just for you beep for beep, Friday beep, beep. after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.